You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. One of the major issues that business owners have is finding clients, or at least attracting their the right clients to their business. And what I mean by that is maybe some people are in the process of being able to generate leads or generate enough clients to their business, but it's not the right clients. And some of you are in a process or in a place where you are not able to find the right clients or finding clients, period. This particular, this particular training is all about finding your ideal clients. So these are people that you truly want to work with. And as a business owner, you you should not have a general audience. And there's some people out there who work really well with a general audience. If you're a service-based business owner, it makes it easier for you to find an ideal person to, you can niche down if you like, uh, or pick a specific area or group or industry that you want to target. But being as specific as you can will help you market to those people. There's a reason why your messaging needs to be a certain way. So when you're first trying to attract your ideal clients, you need to know who they are. So you need to identify your ideal client. And to simplify this, I have just a, a small sentence here. I want to help X with X. So this might mean I want to help entrepreneurs. This might mean I want to help coaches or or other types of professionals, but be specific on who you want to help and what do you want to help them with. So example, I want to help coaches with growing and starting their business. I want to help real estate agents with creating services that whatever. Okay. But you need to identify who you want to work with and what you want to help them with which is relatively simple enough, right? Many of you already know who you want to work with and why and what you want to help them with. So in this particular part, it's about, you know, identifying who you want to work with and why and being specific enough to where you can find these people somewhere else. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. But for now, it's about identifying who you want to work with. So to be a little bit more clear, you're not trying to help everybody here. You're not Superman or Superwoman trying to save everybody here. You want to pick a very different or niche down area of the audience that you want to help, a specific market. And you're going to focus on that market for a period of time. It doesn't have to be forever, but it it can be for a, a small period of time in order to get leads into your business. So I want to help X with X. Once you've written that down, let's go on to the next step. Then you're going to want to talk about where do they gather? And this is all about, you know, how do you find them? Where do they hang out? And some ideas here include what organizations do they attend? What organizations cater to them? So maybe they're in a specific area or specific uh, audience, right? There's always an organization for accountants. There's always an organization for real estate agents. There's always an organization for for 
whatever, right? There's always, if there's a, an organization that caters to a particular group of people, then you have a large enough audience that you can go after. If you don't, think about if there are other groups out there that cater to them, or if there are other groups that they're a part of that's large enough that they attend, but may not be uh, necessarily a really large organization, right? So for example, if they're part of the SCORE community, right? It's an organization and group large enough that caters to thousands and thousands of business owners. Um, and, you, and you're able to niche down with that. But there's groups for that. Look in your community to see, you know, where they gather. This could be online or offline. It doesn't particularly matter where you find the groups, but that you can find them. So again, on social media, if where do you people hang out? If you are looking for business owners or primary decision makers, you're, wanna, you're probably going to want to hang out on LinkedIn. If you are looking for pretty nonchalant, like millennials, you might want to do Instagram or TikTok or something like that, or in Facebook for a different type of generation uh, for a certain age group or age bracket, you can you can do that. But where do they gather? Do they gather in certain types of forums, communities, or groups or organizations? And what organizations and groups and whatnot cater to them. So all about finding where they are is about you doing a little bit of research here to just take the time to find out where they hang out. Now, if you're unsure, but you know a couple of people in that community or in that industry, for example, maybe you're catering to uh, health professionals uh, or fitness professionals, right? And you want to cater to a specific type of fitness professional, but you know a friend or a colleague that does the, exactly the same thing, you get to go ask them questions. You get to go ask them, hey, where do you hang out? Where are more people like yourself? You know, what do your colleagues do to improve themselves? Where do they hang out to get more information or to find clients? You get to ask questions to those people that you are trying to serve. So you can just find finding out where they gather is one of the most important parts that you can do in order to attract them. So step one was really about a very general, very, very general statement about this is who I want to work with. This is what I want to help them with. Step two is about identifying where they actually gather. You want to write down a list of organizations that cater to them, that they cater, that they attend to. You're going to write down a list of groups that they may participate in or that also cater to them, where in the community that they hang out, this could be online or um, in your actual community of where you live, where do they frequent? Where do they show up? I help small business owners with the start and starting and growing of their business. So they may hang out in, in companies like SCORE because they're looking for help. You know, SCORE specifically caters to small business owners and just business owners in general, but they cater to a lot of different businesses that make sense for me to connect with. Okay. That's more of an offline thing, but I'm talking today more about online, but this can be applied to offline as well. So again, on social media, where do they hang out and how do you communicate with them? So that was step two. Step three is all about refining your message. So You've identified who you want to work with. You've identified what you want to help them with. You've identified where they hang out. How do you attract them? So part of online, if you are doing a lot of online marketing, which many of you are, um, you're going to, it's going to be 
about your messaging. What type of message are you putting out there that's going to attract your people? And what this means is you get to do more homework. (laughs) I know that's not what you wanted to hear, but the truth is if you don't know your client or your potential client better than anybody else, you lose the opportunity to serve them. So your message is going to be all about them. You're going to be asking questions or answering questions like, what problems is your potential client facing? What are their current struggles? What are their greatest pain points right now for the problem that they're facing? Why is this a potential problem for them? You're asking, how would their life improve if that problem was solved and by you, right? So questions that really talk about their pain points, their struggles, their challenges, why this is a problem for them and how this problem would help increase their quality of life and how you can help do that and why you are the person to uh, help them with that. So when you have questions or answers to those particular questions, you take those answers and you put it all throughout your marketing. And that's the, the other part of this too. You weave those answers into all of your marketing channels. So maybe your marketing channels is all, is all online, or maybe some of it is a mix between online and offline, or maybe it's just straight offline. But whatever it is, you take those answers and you put them in through all of your marketing materials. So if you are uh, again, back to the, uh, let's say the small business owners earlier, and that's my audience, then their, their problems and their struggles include finding the right clients or learning how to delegate or trying to understand how their numbers affect their business. It's something very specific, right? That's, I would prefer you have a very specific problem that you're solving as opposed to something general. However, you want to get as specific as possible where possible. So you talk about this is a problem for them because if they don't generate enough clients, for example, if that's what I help them do, if I help them find or generate more clients, then then if they are unable to, the problem is they don't know how to generate leads. This is a problem because if they don't know how to generate leads, they don't know how to make money. And if they don't know how to make money, then they might go out of business. And if they go out of business, then their quality of life becomes lower, right? But if this problem is solved, then their business is generating revenue. They're generating clients and they're generating revenue. And if they're generating revenue, their quality of life is better. That means they can take vacations or more take a vacation or take more vacations. That means they can uh, send their child off to private school. If that's what they wanted to do. They can buy that car that they wanted. They can buy that bag that they wanted or for whatever, right? Once you are able to identify what their pain point struggles and problems are and identify how you are able to solve them and why this would make their, the uh, solving the problem would make it easier. You translate those answers into your messaging throughout every single marketing channel that you have. It does not change the fact that you need to be speaking to your potential clients, pain point struggles, problems, how to overcome those problems, what it looks like once they solve those, once those problems are solved and how you can help them do that. And so part of this is going to require your consistency in getting your messaging out. And this is, and even though I'm talking about online right now, it, 
can be it it can be included in your offline as well. And that is and and that may not necessarily mean you handing over some sort of printed collateral or or whatever, sending them to your website. But if you were doing any offline activities and you are still trying to attract your clients, that's a very different conversation in that you are actually having conversations with your referral partners, your business colleagues, your potential sources. And you are teaching people how to send clients over to you. But this is all about attracting, right? And this is a very different conversation when you're talking to other referral sources or whatnot. But it's in the conversations for those of you who are doing offline marketing. This is about that's about conversations that you have. And I'll talk about that a little later about how to refine your message in the conversations for the people that you're actually having. But online is all about being consistent and and making sure you are staying true to the pain point struggles and challenges that they're facing and understanding how this affects them. Every purchase that somebody um, buys from you is always an emotional purchase. They would not be buying from you unless, you know, if this didn't have an effect in their life some way or somehow they're feeling some kind of way about it, whether it's frustration, anger, guilt, or, uh, you know, maybe they're just, they're over it. <laughs> they're over it. I want something better or more for my life. Give them what they're asking for. They don't know they need you until they understand that you can help them with their problem. Okay. So decide what you are going to show them. Okay. Um, in your messaging, how you help what, and show them that you understand their problem better than they understand their problem. That's how you attract clients. That's how you attract your ideal clients. And so for those who are wanting to attract, and, and that I understand there's a lot of questions around this, right? Um, kind of going back to what I said earlier in step two about, um, you know, identifying, well, I, one was identifying, but two was really answering those questions. If you, most of these questions um, you can guess based off of past experiences. So if you have previous clients that you've worked with before, you can take, an, you can take uh, a survey, an audit, if you will, of all those people that you enjoyed working with before and kind of piece together what you really liked about them. So maybe in client A, you liked how they were proactive. Maybe in client B, you liked that they were tech savvy and so, and, and, and able to have conversations with you without, um, being argumentative, right. And maybe in another client, you like the fact that they're uh, a friendly personality and that they have a sense of humor. And maybe you put all of those things that you enjoy from those past experiences and write it out as in, in two and be included in your ideal client. So for those of you who don't have clients who haven't had clients yet, um, a lot of this is just guessing until, unless or until, you are able to speak with someone who would be a potential fit for you. So no clients, you can, for the most part, guess on what your ideal client would look like or would want to be. And then you go out to find somebody who fits that profile you've created. And then you get to ask them questions where, you know, what type of organizations are you part of? Do you, who do you hang out with? Where do you find your information? And just have a short conversation. But again, that's a different conversation we can have at a different time. But for now, attracting your ideal clients, like I said, is is it sounds simple, but it's not easy. 
<laughs> okay. I may, it may sound like this is, you've either heard this before and you're like, yeah, okay, I get it. But the simple matter of the fact is consistency and knowing exactly what you want and who you want to attract is just part of it. Take the time to write out what you're looking for and then go find them. And if you're having a problem with that particular part, come find me. <laughs> so we can have a conversation about who you're looking for, how we, how to attract them, and what type of marketing activities that you can do um, more of to attract the, the right people or just refining your message overall. So in summary, I talked about identifying your ideal client. Uh, very simple. I help X with X. You have to figure out next, where do they gather? How do you find them? Organizations, groups, or communities, or social media, are they a part of or they partake in? And then you get to refine your messaging based off of um, some of those answers that we talked about, those questions that we talked about, right? Or answers to those questions we talked about. And then you get to weave that information into your messaging, into all of your marketing materials and refining it. The message that you get that you are putting out there in in all your marketing channels can be changed. So don't be fixed on the idea that you have to, it has to be one way for like forever. You get to change that as you learn more about your customer and client. But this is also going to be part of your systems and your review process that you constantly have in order to make your products and services better. So with that, I'm going to ask you, what did you learn from today that you're going to implement now? What are you going to do differently? Are you going to take some time to actually brainstorm what you actually want, who you actually want to help, how you want to attract those clients, refine your messaging, especially if it's online, whatever it is, what one thing are you going to do differently? And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society you live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.